to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. More than ever, our young people must be grounded in the word of Elohim. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. And you're so right, Daddy. Our young people do need to be grounded. And being grounded sometimes requires us to forego celebrations that have been national and even childhood traditions. An example of this is Halloween. Amen, Mama. To our listeners, you can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com, follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and anywhere where you hear your favorite podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And please pray for the United States of America and our upcoming elections that Jehovah's perfect will will be done. Amen. You know, there's a lot going on in the world. The pressure is great to conform, to go along, to get along, as we say. Mm -hmm. Demands for tolerance of others' values, while we see the values of Elohim being marginalized at best, and declared illegal on the other extreme. And let's not forget that our young people are feeling this pressure, and they often don't have decades of personal experience to help them resist the pressure. Halloween in America is a great example of what Tim's describing. The candy, costumes, and marketing make it look like innocent fun, and the global pandemic may make it seem even more necessary as a stress reducer. If you aren't clear on whether believers in the Elohim of Israel should or should not celebrate Halloween, please check out our episode 12 titled, What's the Point? Halloween. On that podcast, we talk about the origin of Halloween and reasons reasons why believers should not associate with it in any way. Yep, that's right. And uh, you know, while we were celebrating Sukkot in Oklahoma, we met a great family. They have some great strategies to share regarding our young people and raising them to live by the covenant that many of us were grafted into. Maybe you have already raised your children, or maybe you don't have children. Either way, we hope you'll listen and let the Ruach HaKodesh, the set-apart spirit of Elohim, speak to you. Maybe this message is for you to pass on to someone who needs it and doesn't know about Red Pill Torah. Together, we must lead our young people to a deep relationship with Jehovah so that they are prepared to lead in a righteous way in the future. Tim, roll the tape. So uh, we've got uh, a chance to talk with, uh, call them the, the party family here <laughs> at Sukkot. Um, real quick testimony, I think that they were instrumental in opening my perspective just a little bit. When we came here for Sukkot, uh, we were pretty utilitarian, Miss and I and Karen, in terms of planning our meals and such. So we wanted things we could cook really quickly and just uh, not a whole lot of work and just get it done and move on to the teachings and, you know, hang with people and, and so forth. And uh, the father happened to put us next to the hospitality family. <laughs> so uh, we're bringing our uh, bags of, you know, noodles and chicken and peas and everything all ready to eat. 
and they're over here smoking brisket, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know making these wonderful, wonderful meals, and and they invited us over to participate, and it's been a blessing. Um, we also had an issue with our fridge, and we lost a bit of food, and so I'm about to drive, unhook the RV, and go into town to get some supplies. And uh, the dad and the family and the mom said, hey, no way. Hey, look, here's the keys to my truck. Why don't you take the truck? Now, where we're from, uh, you don't lend your, your vehicle to people you know. Um, that just doesn't happen, but uh, I think there's a different spirit here Amen. or uh, there's something different going on so um, it, it's been really great and it's been really great getting to know you all so um, want to ask you how did you do it how do you raise godly children and uh, uh, please give your name before you talk if you don't mind well I'm Sandy and um, I'm kind of the mom and the bubby of the bunch and I think number one if you don't live it you can't teach it mm -hmm. and if you don't walk in the word you don't teach your children the word so number one you have to have a relationship with the father you have to have one in Yeshua you know by grace through faith we don't want to ever forget that message that that he is our Savior and our Lord Yeshua is um, and then you make it fun you make it a place where the kids want to go. Uh, we started the feasts and teaching with Passover. And if you ever want to have a hoot, have a Passover. You know, everybody gets very somber and sober and um, you just put a feast out and you teach Messiah in the shadow pictures of every one of the, the Passover uh, scriptures and the kids can learn through those shadow pictures, but you make it fun. Mm -hmm. You make it something they want to do next year. And, you know, it, we've been at this since 2000, so we've done it a time or two. Mm -hmm. And so you, you just make it livable and fun. Nice. We got into this, whatever you want to call it, this movement uh, in 2000. That was the beginning. And our, our sons were teenagers. They were older teenagers. And I found out nearly too late that if you're gonna teach your sons, it's better not, it's better to let the Word of God teach them than you. Mm. So you get out of the way and you show them, this is what God said about what you did. And that gets their attention because they're not gonna argue with the Almighty. They may argue with me, you know, and, and their mother, but uh, we never had them argue about uh, with the father. Mm -hmm. So that, that kind of got their attention. So uh, that would be a, uh, a high water mark mm -hmm. in our effort to raise, you know, children in the Torah. But uh, obviously, like uh, Bubby said, you know, it's through the the blood of Messiah that that we all come into this walk. Amen. 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 That's huge. Anybody else want to share some of the secret sauce of how you do it? Sure. All right. My name is Kara, and I'm the daughter-in-law to uh, Don and Sandy, who you just heard. And I was raised Baptist, so I was introduced to the Messianic faith through Don and Sandy. Um, 
like I think that like they said the feast is a great place to start and it it uh, really gets you interested in it and it's fun I mean these feasts are so much fun and as far as raising kids um, it's pointing back to the scriptures in whatever they're going through our kids are we're starting to get in some teens we still have a young child so a lot of things that we deal with is like fear um, and so a prayer to the Lord over that and, and going back to scriptures of fear can uh, just get rid of it and it's an, it's incredible to see that happen um, and then I think the biggest thing that I enjoy the most and my children enjoy is speaking the blessings over them it's just so beautiful and to do that on a weekly basis uh, with your family it, it's just, it's incredible I mean, it's you I never did anything like that being raised Baptist I mean not even remotely close so to have your father speak a very specific blessing over his daughter is just precious and grows that relationship with your earthly father but also your heavenly father so I think the blessings for me along with the feast are the two biggest things My name is Sherelle and I have been adopted by Don and Sandy and Kara and her husbands and um, I feel like I have I have parents and I have a sister and and I love it because I didn't have family family like that and I just absolutely love being a part of this one and I have been super blessed in so many ways by you guys um, and encouraged in our in our walk and in our parenting and, and you guys are such a great encouragement for our kids too and I really appreciate that but um, I think one of the big things about teaching our kids to walk in Torah is making sure they have a personal relationship and um, that they're seeing our walk as well but we're walking as a family so yes doing the the weekly blessings um, making sure we're starting Shabbat together and we're doing things on Shabbat together as a family and um, and pointing them towards God in what we do but um, during the week as well they have a scheduled time when they get up in the morning to have their own quiet time their own study time and prayer time before they ever come out of their rooms and then every evening we do family worship time and we're reading and, and discussing together as a family and just making it a part of our daily walk and then um, on Shabbat going to Torah study or watching a message and discussing it and then just in our day-to-day -day life anytime something comes up whether it's something good that we use to praise the Father or it's something like fear because we our daughter de deals with fear and anxiety and we're praying about it or if it's a disciplinary thing you know what what does the word say about this and just keeping it a constant thing in front of their eyes uh, I'm Ryan and um, Cheryl is my wife and I would add to the relational side one thing that uh, really impressed me I forget who it was that uh, we heard this from but um, when you teach your children Torah it gives them practice to say no to things like drugs and you know premarital sex and things like that because you know if you can get them to turn down a pork sandwich 
and get practiced at it and deal with that peer pressure, they're going to have no problem, you know, turning down other things. So for us, you know, not having some kind of odd division up of God's laws, well, these we keep, those we don't, we keep them all. And your kids see that clarity and they see more of the fairness and justice of God too. And I think they're, they're drawn to that. You know, they know, they know where the lines and the boundaries are. And so then they, it's much easier for them to stay in it. And as you know, you train them up to not go astray from that. So. so when it comes to the scripture that teach tells us to share uh, the Torah with our children, when they walk by the way, when you rise, when you go to sleep and you're going in and you're coming out, that kind of helps reinforce it in them and gives them that strength to know or it reminds them when temptations come up oh yeah well we don't do that because the word of god says can i, I add one more thing please yeah. please um I, I would encourage those who who can to be in a community because you the the older women are to teach the younger women the, the older men are to teach the younger men, and the older women are to teach the younger women how to love their husbands and their children. And that is something that, that we lack in, in these days, and it's about community, um, and it's about fellowship, and it's about the body. So if we could, in, I mean, if you have any place to fellowship, I would encourage you to fellowship. At least get online. We have Zoom. We have other quote-unquote techie ways of, of getting in touch. But if, if you can get face-to-face -face and in a room with other believers that are like-minded, I would encourage you to do so because you learn so much from each other. And you get encouragement because you realize you're not alone. You, you may the, the the walk may be narrow the path may be straight and there may not be very many on it but you're not alone and he, he's raising up a generation and be part of that generation if you can uh, this is Don I forgot to give my name earlier uh, uh, the uh, if people are, are wondering you know why do we have to keep the commandments well Yeshua said in first John uh, if you love me keep my commandments and Yeshua is the one that shouted those commandments down from Mount Sinai he was the one that followed Israel through the wilderness and it's all about him our friend Don made a great point while we were together in Oklahoma he said that it is not possible to show love for others without living one or more principles in the Torah. Mm -hmm. Yehovah's Torah, his instructions, teach us not only what sin is, according to Romans 7, verse 7. The Torah also teaches us how to love Yehovah and how to love each other. When Yeshua was asked to identify the greatest commandment, he answered with the Shema, the instruction to love Yehovah with all we are and with all we have. He quoted Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. Next, he quoted Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18, saying that the second greatest commandment 
is to love our neighbor as ourselves. So the Torah not only defines sin, it defines the way we are to live before Elohim and with each other. Amen, Mama. That brings up the question for our listeners. What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and send your children out for trick-or-treating? Or take the red pill and separate yourselves from this and every practice that is offensive to the Most High Elohim? Only you can answer that question. Our youth are counting on you to model integrity to the word of Elohim. Nowadays, they can use the internet or even their cell phones to find the meaning of Halloween and other things that our society commonly does. So don't wait for them to uncover inconsistency in your way of living. Model the strength of character that you want to see in them, mm -hmm. even if it seems like you're the only one standing for righteousness. Influencing our young people is one of the most valuable ministries any believer can undertake. That goes for how you impact your own children as well as other people's children. Much of the gold, silver, and precious stones that we all strive to bring before Yeshua will be shown in our investment in the youth of our time. Amen. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please listen again with a friend. Read over the scriptures and do what they say. Mm -hmm. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you, you can, can handle, handle the, the truth. truth.